You're listening to The J. John Podcast, a weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to give you confidence in your faith and boldness to share it with others. This week, J. John continues his series on the Ten Commandments with No God, looking at the second commandment, you shall not make idols. Welcome to our series on the Ten Commandments. We're down to number two. And if you've missed any of them or you want to see them again, please go to the God TV website and look at the series and you can listen to them again. Number two, I've titled No God. How do you think my wife would feel if she noticed my wallet open and she saw a photograph of another woman? Do you think that would bother her? Do you think, oh, well, my husband, he's entitled to his privacy? Or do you think she will say, who is this woman? How do you think my wife would feel if she discovered that the other woman and I had a little thing going? When I felt down and I was discouraged, I I like to turn to this other woman. Do you think that would bother my wife? Would you be surprised that my wife was angry and jealous and would want to tear the photograph into pieces? These are pretty dumb questions. Why? Because she is my wife and she is entitled to me making that commitment to her alone And you know something? I want to. Why? Because I love my wife and I made vows to my wife. That little scenario that I've just painted for you is the issue with the second commandment. We find the second commandment in Exodus chapter 20 verses 4 to 6. And this is how it reads. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them for the Lord your God is a jealous God who will not share your affection with any other God. It's a love issue. My wife doesn't want any rivals for my love and God doesn't either. In the Old Testament, idolatry is called adultery to God because idolatry is unfaithfulness. We read in the Bible, you have prostituted yourself by bowing down to idols. You see, the problem with idols is that they restrict our concept of God. So we read again in the Bible, to whom will you compare God? What image will you compare him to? Again, in the Bible, we shouldn't think of God as an idol designed by craftsmen from gold, silver or stone. You see, we could never shape, paint or chisel anything 
that would adequately represent God. Now, people have argued that if images help us in our worship of God, then they have value. The problem is that aids to worship can easily become objects of worship. God knows that any image that we might use to portray him would depict him as less than he truly is. And eventually we would begin to conceive of him in ways that mirrored the image we had constructed. I think it's incredibly ironic that while God was giving the Ten Commandments to Moses, on Mount Sinai, the Israelites were engaged in the very activity that this commandment forbids. They wanted a visible representation of the living God and God said no. The image they made hindered rather than helped their worship. Now, what does this commandment mean for us today? What are today's images in our world that would hinder our relationship with God? What are those photos in our wallet that could divert us away from a good, healthy relationship with God? Idolatry occurs when we hold any value idea or activity higher than God. Today, we idolize physical beauty, sex, wealth, fame, power. Dr. Feelgood is the modern form of idolatry. Me, myself, and I. The second commandment could read, do not make yourself an idol. We live in a society much like the ancient Greeks in which the body is worshipped and the goal to achieve perfection of the human form. Hercules and Aphrodite were the ideal. Do we treat scales, weight scales, like an idol, bowing to what we see, what they say about us, and letting their verdict determine how we feel about ourselves. Although it is right, of course, to care for the bodies that God has given us by cleanliness and nutrition and exercise, we should be very careful not to idolize one specific form, either the anorexic appearance of most models or the surgically enhanced image. Take technology. Has technology become an idol in your life? Most teenagers will send 
over 600 texts a week. Some people spend over 50% of their free time on the internet. Watch what you worship. Don't worship what you watch. Technology is good, but it can easily become an idol. Take superstitions. Did you know that superstitions are a form of idolatry? Some people observe them from unconscious habit and others believe that superstitions can protect them. Superstitions such as avoiding walking under a ladder. Remarks such as touch wood. Acknowledge other powers and other gods. I remember noticing that a friend of mine on her key ring had a rabbit's foot. And I said to her, why have you got a rabbit's foot on your key ring? Ah, she said, that's to bring me good luck. And I said, but the rabbit wasn't lucky. How can an unlucky rabbit bring you any luck? And she was like, oh no. And she took the rabbit's foot off the key ring and threw it away. What do we think is gonna bring us good luck? When superstitions rule the lives of people so that they are afraid of going out on Friday the 13th or obsessive behavior over a broken glass, these are very dangerous beliefs. Some hotels do not have a 13th floor because people refuse have a room on that floor which is just strange because of course we all know don't we that floor 14 is floor 13. Some people won't fly on an aeroplane if they're booked into row 13 but I mean how is it possible is lightning going to strike and only wipe out row 13? Of course not. Such superstitions are an acknowledgement of other powers and other gods, other spirits, which we are allowing to have influence over our lives. Many people begin the day by looking at their horoscope and there are numerous biblical references to any kind of magic that can predict future events. Listen to what the Bible says. Let no one be found among you who practices divination or sorcery, that's astrology, interprets omens, engage in witchcraft or cast spells, or is a medium or spiritualist or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. I mean, did you hear that? Anyone who practices these things is detestable to the Lord. Halloween celebrations for many people 
are evil. Although people celebrate Halloween in different ways, it remains at its core an event that glorifies the dark and evil. Children and adults dress up as witches, vampires, ghosts. This is hardly harmless. We should encourage children to care for others, not scare others, and to know the difference between right and wrong, good and evil. Today, one of the most pivotal beliefs is choice. We are consumers in every area, including faith. We live in a pick and mix culture. The guiding principle is what feels best for you? What works best for you? And if you don't know what you stand for, you will fall for everything. How do we describe God? God's best description is Jesus Christ. He is the best description for God. Jesus Christ, as the Bible says, is the image of the invisible God. Again, the Bible says the Son, Jesus, is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Jesus came to make God visible. Jesus tunes our spiritual receivers to the frequency of God's transmission. Radio stations are assigned frequencies and we must tune into the correct frequency of the station we want to receive. It is sad that the benefits we expect idols to give, God actually promises to give us. God knows that the images offered by the world are empty. God knows that if we pursue them in the end, we will find ourselves deceived and disappointed because of what we have experienced. The Bible says they make idols, but the idols will disgrace their makers for they are frauds. They have no life or power in them. Idols are worthless. They are lies. Again, the Bible says their idols are silver and gold, human handiwork. They have mouths, but cannot speak. Eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. Noses, but they cannot smell. They have hands, but they cannot feel. Feet, but they cannot 
walk, nor can they make a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. It couldn't be clearer what the Bible teaches about this. The turning point in our lives is when we stop seeking God, the God we want, and start seeking the God who is. The God who offers us forgiveness. The God who offers us freedom. The God who offers us fulfillment. The God who offers us friendship. This is the real God. God who offers us forgiveness, which he purchased for us on the cross so that you and I can experience cleansing and forgiveness for everything we've ever done wrong and be set free from the past. Freedom. Jesus said, if you obey my teaching, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. True freedom comes in knowing Jesus Christ, the one that embodies truth. Fulfillment. To know Jesus means fulfillment. It means true contentment. Whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. That's what the Bible says. We will not be disappointed. And that is a guarantee from God. The good news is that Jesus Christ wants to be known and we can know him today. We can know him. Knowing Jesus enables us to see through all the illusions the facades, the images. God's desire is to mould us into the image of his son, Jesus Christ. The media says image is everything. The only image that is important to have stamped in your heart and mind is the image of Jesus Christ. Christ is calling us to a loyalty to himself that supersedes all other loyalties. If you seek fulfillment from things, you won't find it. But in seeking Christ, you find the most fulfilling life imaginable. What shape is your God? What do you idolise in your life? Do you have any idols in your home? I think it's remarkable that what God commands that we have nothing to do with 
we actually go to museums to look at and collect as art objects in our homes. Do not decorate your home with idols that God condemns. Clear up your homes. Do you have books on the occult, witchcraft or astrology? Get rid of them. Do you have lucky charms? Get rid of them. Do you have a Ouija board? Get rid of it. Do you possess statues and idols? Get rid of them. Let's dethrone our idols. There's only room for one woman's picture in my wallet and her name is Killy, my wife. And there's only room for one God in my heart and his name is Jesus. Jesus dwells wherever people let him in. Now we may reject God's warning by neglecting this commandment, but as Jonah in the Bible learnt the hard way, those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Have you bowed to Jesus, the true and living God? If you haven't, do that today. Are you superstitious and involved in practices which God has forbidden? Will you repent today and stop? Have you ever had your fortune told by tea leaves, palm reading or a crystal ball? Then you need to repent. Have you read or followed your horoscopes? Then you need to repent. Have you attended a seance or a spiritualist meeting? Then you need to repent. Have you ever had a reincarnation reading? Then you need to repent. Have you ever played with a Ouija board or a tarot cards? Then you need to repent. Have you consulted a medium? Then you need to repent. Have you ever practiced channeling? Then you need to repent. Have you ever sought healing through magic, spells or charms? Then you need to repent. Are you fascinated with evil and the occult? Then you need to repent. Have you ever attended witchcraft or voodoo activities, then you need to repent. Are you in a Freemason or involved in Freemasonry that is not compatible with Christianity? You need to repent and leave. God's way of healing us through confession and forgiveness works not only for our sins, but also for our ignorance as well. And we must confess 
and receive forgiveness for any occult involvement, whether it was done intentionally or in ignorance. The Bible says they turned to God from idols to serve the true and living God. That's what we need to do. We need to turn from idols and serve the true and living God. A radical change of allegiance from idols to the living God. If you haven't, haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, Redeemer and King, accept Jesus now. Pray this prayer with me if you want to accept Jesus. Jesus, I bow before you now. I acknowledge you as my Lord and as my God. I know I have broken your commandments and I thank you for your blood that was shed on the cross for me. I ask you now to forgive me, cleanse me, set me free from the past. I invite you into my life now. Come in by your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your presence and your peace. Help me to build my life on you. Amen. How wonderful if you prayed that prayer. May you know God's peace and presence and may you keep on keeping on. If you know that you need to repent because of what you've heard this morning, join me in this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, I bow before you. I know I have broken your commandments. I know I have done wrong. I know I have worshipped evil, darkness, idols. I truly repent now. And I thank you that your blood that was shed on the cross cleanses me. And I pray for that cleansing now. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my mind. Deliver me from evil. Fill me now with the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your presence and your peace. Help me to walk in the light and to fix my eyes on you. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Amen. Amen. I hope that today you have been truly inspired and encouraged. Welcome to those of you that have received Jesus. And for those of you that have repented and rededicated your life to Jesus, please visit our website, canonjjohn.com. You'll find resources there that will help you in your journey of faith. Follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Canon J. John. May the Lord bless you. The blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Be blessed and be a blessing. Amen. To find out more about J. John's ministry or to get your copy of his book, The Ten Commandments, visit canonjjohn.com. 
If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, please click subscribe and leave a review.